you really wanna know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into an instant reaction edition of the Country Roads webcast. Our first ever one of these, uh, trying to open up a YouTube platform, get some video side going as well, and we're going to post this on the podcast as well, but instant reaction right after the uh, West Virginia-Oklahoma State game. Mountaineers fall to tw fall 27-13 to to drop to 1-1 on the season as they couldn't come up with a win in Stillwater. Played better in the second half than in the first half, but... Um, couldn't quite get it done when it came down to it. Uh, Stephen, what's your initial thoughts uh, following this West Virginia-Oklahoma State game that we uh, just kind of watched conclude here and decided to do this video time one time? Uh, well, I, I honestly expected to see more out of West Virginia. Um, I thought they played well on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, offensively, the offensive line doesn't, if they have improved, it's not much improved. The running backs have definitely improved. Yeah. Letty, Letty yeah. looked Great. I think, I think the running backs themselves look good, but the offensive line, even when the running backs like Letty was making a good run, he had a nice stiff arm. He has broken tackles in the backfield to make his good runs. And Sinkfield, when he had good runs as well, he had a nice cut to make guys miss in the backfield because guys were still there. The offensive line, I think, still has some work left uh, to be done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of work left to be done. And I was really excited about getting Chase Barrett back and a lot of those guys, James Committer. Mm -hmm. I was really excited to see what they had this week, and I was not impressed whatsoever. They did not give they didn't give Deggie a lot of time to throw the ball which in turn, you know, throughout the game made him make bad decisions. He couldn't go through his progressions. He didn't have enough time, um, which is why I think he's seen, uh, what, he had one, maybe two interceptions? I think it was just one. Yeah, I thought uh, it was two. Uh, did Dakey throw? He did not have an interception. No, he didn't throw one, actually, no. The, the uh, turnovers, actually, for West Virginia. We, uh, we didn't turn. Two, two, two turnovers? Did he throw a pick? I don't, I don't think he did. No. Well, he only worked through a pick. I know. He only worked through a pick and uh, – Oklahoma State, though, what, was it three fumbles and we just couldn't grab one of them? Uh, yeah, we just kept, I mean, defensive line yeah, no looked good today, but I, 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 we could not get, you know, pick those balls up off the ground once we punched it out of there. Yeah. I think if we can, I don't even think that was the problem necessarily. I think we, we played a great game. We played a great game of football. Other we than all the not giving time for Deggie to throw the ball. And then, I mean, a lot of times the, the yeah, running had to make their own opportunities. And I think that was the downfall. And then, uh, and then you have 12, 12 penalties for one hundred and six yards. That's that's what kills you on the day in this that's one. Not it was ever. just the mis the miscues. Yeah. Uh, the penalties that they had were harmful. The turnovers that they had were harmful. And just the mental mistakes and the miscues is what. It's one of those typical West Virginia games where you know you feel like you had a chance to win and you kind of beat yourself. Like just that. Like it always seems to be for West Virginia. Like we just beat ourselves. Like. Just those mental mistakes, if you'd have done those things right, you'd probably won this game. Oh, absolutely. And I think um, usually you, you see this out of a youthful team, and West Virginia is a youthful team. Um, and I think we give them a lot of credit when, uh, not not necessarily when it's not deserved, but too early. I think that we get too high up on two people too early, and we give them a lot of credit for things that the, um, they've done in one game and not necessarily done consistently throughout a few games. And I said that, you know, last week on the, pre on the preview show for – Oklahoma State, um, you know, it depended on this game whether I changed my prediction from seven and three to nine and one. I'm mm -hmm. telling you right now, it's not, it's not changing after a game like that. I mean, defense looked good, and, and at times the offense the did look yeah. good, but 
But when you have things that you shoot yourselves in the foot and you, you negate yourself from making progress, it's, it's never going to work. And I think West Virginia has to work on those types of things if they're going to compete in the Big 12 Conference this year. Because yeah. even though Oklahoma struggled today against K-State, Spencer Rattler did look good. Uh, his, his only two, mm -hmm. I think his only two, inter or, uh, his t only two uh, incompletions in the first half were in interceptions, were interceptions yeah. which doesn't sound good on paper, but, I mean, he's – that's his second game overall as a starting quarterback. I mean, that kind of looks at the silver lining for West Virginia. Oklahoma lost. Um, I know Texas was in the battle when we started recording this one. So West Virginia is not out of it yet as far as the Big 12 race is concerned. But no, uh, they need to make some improvements. As you said, offensive line has improved. You know, I think we said in the pregame show West Virginia had like 22 or 26 yards last year. This year, accounting for sacks and stuff, they ended up with 67 rushing yards. Uh, but uh, Letty Brown continued to impress, 26 carries, 103 yards. Uh, Winston Wright uh, kind of got loose in the receiving core, was kind of the one guy that was making plays for West Virginia. Tia Simmons had a couple plays in there, you know, and what have you. But Winston Wright, six catches, 127 yards, and a touchdown, and a 70-yard touchdown that really sparked West Virginia. Uh, the Mountaineer defense, as Stephen said, played good all game, really. Uh, Eileen Worth, the uh, Oklahoma State ended up starting the true freshman. He only passed for 139 yards, threw one interception, no touchdowns. And uh, held Chuba Hubbard in check pretty well. You know, but uh, L.G. Brown, the backup, is who ended up hurting you. 11 carries, 103 yards, and a touchdown, and two big plays. Uh, Chuba ended up, you know, despite holding him in check, he ended up clinching the game. Yeah, uh, second and 21 from the 23, he runs it in to put them up uh, by the 14 points they ended up putting by. So, all in all, I mean, the Mountaineer offense moved the ball, just couldn't get it in in the red zone, and third down hurt. But look at the Mountaineer offensive line. I know we thought they were improved. I think they are, but they're not there yet, right? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, at some point, we have to stop comparing them to what they were last year because they were non-existent last year. Yeah, they shouldn't show up for any game, in my opinion. And other than you could argue the TCU game, but by that point, I mean the rest of the team is doing the work for you. The defense was the the point maker. I don't know even what. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, they were they were they were everything. They the team last year, and this year again, they were they were doing their thing. Yeah, know? I mean, they're they're the reason we're going to be successful. And I think that that's yeah. a lot of the reason. At some point, it probably won't be this year, but. At some point, the defense is going to be the reason West Virginia is going to be well, I, I the leader of the conference. And I think about it this way. Point. Think about it this way. West Virginia is on the cusp of it. The defense is there. It was there last year. This year, this game right here especially, mistakes. You know, as we said, what's killing mm -hmm. 12 penalties over 100 yards and penalties. Um, if you can limit those mental mistakes, keep your defense playing like it is, Improve your running game even more because I think you've got a great running back in Lady Brown, as we said, back to back 100 yards. Two running backs, Alex Infield. Yeah, Infield looks good too. And if the offensive line can continue to improve, because um, Davey took a lot of hits, a few sacks, but a lot of hits on Davey. Offensive line needs to continue to improve. But if you improve the offensive line and you eliminate mental mistakes, I think this team's right there. I, you know, seven and three is what I predicted. I think I'm, I think I still can see that seven yeah, and ten. Winston Wright looked good today. T.J. Simmons looked good today. Sam James did not look good today, in my no, opinion. No, Sam James, I was. That's my guy. You know, see, you, got, you see, I got the jersey on. I always wear this jersey. It's my game day jersey. My favorite player. Sam One James. game doesn't negate progress. Was, yeah, he, he yeah. played pretty well. Despite not having a big, uh, big yardage game last weekend or two weekends ago. Sorry. Uh, he did score a touchdown. I thought that he looked pretty good whenever he did come into the game. However, today uh, he was targeted quite a few times and did not capitalize whatsoever. I think he only had one catch for maybe a few yards, and that was it. Winston Wright was really uh, the difference. Winston maker. Wright was the guy that kept getting loose. I know. Yeah, at the receiver. I know we were talking about he, Winston Wright keeps getting loose, and then not long after that, he had that seventy-yard touchdown. Mm -hmm. So that was a big play. And the defense stepped up and got stops as long as they could. But then at the end, when you get that back-breaking touchdown that we talked about from Chuba Hubbard, 
put them up by 14. The defense at that point just been on the field too much because the offense just couldn't convert. You know, it was, crazy it was a lot of the same of last Virginia year. had uh, their possession time. I have to look at it again because the last time I looked at it. Oh, they don't. They still ended up. Yeah, Oklahoma State really did come back with the possession time because when well, the second half, well, the second half, they just kind of looked the clock dead. That true freshman, they were just yeah, continuing running the that. ball with two good running backs and Chuba Hubbard and L.D. Brown. And once West Virginia did get some stops then, but the offense just moved the ball but couldn't put it in the end zone. You know, I mean, despite That's, giving up 27 points, I think West Virginia's defense played lights out today. I think they played. They did contain Chuba very well. L.D. Brown got a few little. You know, he got off on the side a little bit, but I don't know, man. It, 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 you have to literally bear down on your defense and and, and count on them to make stops because your offense, you, you get an interception and then you go down and your offense can't convert a touchdown on that. And I I still don't understand how yeah. how is an well, offense and how improve how much improved your running game is supposed well, to be. Well, that's that's what I want to ask. You. Things into the that's what I want to ask you is this game eerily similar to last year's context. West Virginia loses twenty to thirteen last year, twenty seven to thirteen this year. Late touchdown by Oklahoma State. West Virginia moves the ball well, but can't score in the red zone, mm-hmm. similar to last year. Um, West Virginia, as we said, you know, sixty seven yards rushing after accounting for sacks after versus twenty two uh, last year. Lady Brown looked better than last year, but the offensive line, as we said, continues to struggle in a, in a game that's eerily similar to last year um, in the way that it turned out for the Mountaineers against Oklahoma State. How improved is this West Virginia football team? Do you think? In terms of offense or defense or total, just all around, this team said their goal. You know, going into the season, they were, we were talking in the offseason, we we're talking in fall camp and stuff. They said their goal this year is to be the most improved team in the nation. Do you think this team's on that path? With this performance, was kind of eerily similar to last year's performance against Oklahoma State. Granted, I see some improvement. I do, I do. But do you think this team's on the path of where they will be able to consider themselves the most improved team in the nation, as they said is their goal? You negate. You take away those penalties. Yes. I do believe so. I think West Virginia played a hell of a football game today despite those 12 penalties. If you don't have 106 yards in penalties negating your progress on offense, West Virginia played a hell of a football game today. They they out, they out beat um, Oklahoma State in total yards by 10 yards. It was 352 to 342 yards. They beat them in passing game, 285 yards and 139. The, the rushing game is really where they hurt us. L.D. Brown ran all over West Virginia's defense today, which really kind of sounds crazy when you think about it because yeah. – if you well, back, the game, back to back he years, didn't have Chuba Hubbard, Hubbard didn't really hurt West Virginia too bad. Yeah, well, I mean, he hurt us in the past. And he held Tyler Dallas under 100, rush, 100 receiving yards, excuse me? Yeah, they, and, well, last year, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard did hurt us, but it was in the passing game. In the mm-hmm. running game, he was non-existent, and they just started running the football. Well, similar to this year, he was non-existent, you know, was just kind of churning, churning, getting a handful of yards with that last play that ended up clutching the game. But, you know, West Virginia, yet again, as you said in the pregame show, Held you Hubbard in check, maybe more so than any other Big 12 team would. Tyler Wallace, you know, under 100, under 100 receiving yards with six catches, so that means, you know, you didn't really allow too many big plays to that guy no. if it's six catches and only about 80 yards. Oh, my gosh, can he catch the ball sometimes? Oh, man. I swear, that, that, athlete. Well, you know, it was 2013, and he made that hell of a catch right there on the sideline that pretty much, you know, ended up selling the deal for Oklahoma State. Yeah. They punched in not long after that. Yeah, he was a. Uh, Honestly, I didn't think he was going to show up all game. And then, you know, in the fourth quarter, similar to the way he did last weekend against Tulsa, he saved the game for them as well. And I thought that, you know, I based everything that Oklahoma State was going to do against us off of the Tulsa game. And I made the same mistake yeah. against what we did against EKU. And yeah. I think, you know, a good friend of mine once told me that teams make their best adjustments from week one to week two. You've seen that in EKU when we played them slightly, but you've seen a lot out of Oklahoma State. Oklahoma oh, yeah. State looked like they played a much 
much all-around better brand of football than what they did a week ago against yeah. Tulsa. I mean, the only similarities in that game versus our game to me is Oklahoma's third-down defense and red-zone defense. Yeah. Strong against Tulsa, strong against us. Yeah, I, and it kind of scares you a little bit to think that Spencer Sanders, Spencer Sanders did not yeah. play in this game. Well, you know, this was a preseason favorite. They struggled in week one. I think people kind of got down on him, but, hey, they were a preseason favorite for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, Oklahoma taking a loss. Uh, Texas, you know, on the ropes here. They could be Big one is with wide them. open right now. It is wide, wide open. open. It is wide open. So, um, instant recap show, our first one of these ever on the Country Roads webcast, trying to bring something new to the table. We're still going to come out with our Oklahoma State review uh, when we have our other co-host Bradley join the show and talk in depth. And we'll provide our, our players of the game in that one. But um, I figured we'd come out and say what our play of the game was in this one. You know, it can be what your play of the game was for the Mountaineers or the play of the game that you thought really sealed it for Oklahoma State. But in your mind, just the play of this game, what stands out to you? Shuba Hogar's touchdown. It's got to be, gotta be the touchdown or the, the play of the day because if you don't score that touchdown, uh, what was it, third and, third and short, if West Virginia gets that stop, you never know. They, they could uh, – I'm – where were I forget? They were within, within the forty-yard line. Uh, Twenty, twenty-three, and I believe it was second and twenty-one. So okay, well, I mean, it's pretty much second and goal from the twenty. Yeah, well, even even so, West Virginia still had a chance to make stops throughout the day, and that was the play that sealed the deal for me. Uh, but going into that drive, I knew West Virginia had to get a quick three and out, or you know, Oklahoma State was gonna you know just keep pounding the ball up the middle and until they could ran the clock out. Well, unfortunately, West Virginia just was out of gas defensively. At that point, because they had to stay on the field so much in the second half, but I don't know. There's a lot of time to improve, a lot of time to get better, and the good news is this is a very youthful team, and I, I think the sky's the limit with this team. We got a lot of good, oh, yeah. good players, the like bright, got still a young. lot of good young players. The fact that they can hang in there in games yeah. like this, even. Yeah. Hey, just want to point out though, Alonzo Die is a stud, like I like I predicted yeah. in the prediction. Uh, Tony Fields. That's where I was you know, talking about the game. Fields. That's where I was going to go. Tony Fields interception. I think it kept the Mountaineers alive. So for me, game that's one and game two, our, our breakout players have gotten an interception. So that's good yeah, news for us. Yeah, true that. Good right. news for us. You should love on that. You got it. So uh, yeah, he's got the Chuba Hubbard run as his play of the game. I've got the Tony Fields interception that kept the Mountaineers in it. But the Mountaineers ended up ultimately falling short, uh, twenty-seven to thirteen to Oklahoma State, falling one and one on the season. Coming back around next week, another Big Twelve contest. This time back in Mountaineer Field, uh, taking on Baylor. Um, big time matchup on uh, October third, Mountaineers. Need to get back in the win column, uh, looking ahead, uh, any thoughts, final thoughts about this Oklahoma State loss or looking at Baylor or anything you want to toss out there? No, I haven't had a chance to watch Baylor play yet, uh, but just watching West Virginia's game, like I said, if you, get, if you take away the penalties, play a hell of a football game, so I think throughout this week, Bill Brown's probably going to address that. If I if I know football at all, I know he will address, will address that at some point in practice, if not immediately when they got into the locker room. So uh, that's all I have on this game, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week. Yeah. We're just glad we don't have to wait another extra week in between games. I know we uh, we predicted the Mountaineers would lose, but I know we both had a good feeling about it. Kind of uh, one of those ones that make you makes your stomach hurt, hurts your heart a little bit because it's a game the Mountaineers could have won. Like we said, miscues hurt, and that's just kind of my final thoughts on this one. Was eliminate the middle mistakes. You know, the offensive line I think can improve as the season goes along. And if you eliminate those mental mistakes, who knows what can happen for you in this Big Twelve. And looking ahead to Baylor, I expect another competitive game, and the Mountaineers are going to be right in it, just like they were here against Oklahoma State. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, like I said, we'll still have our Oklahoma State review show coming on the podcast itself. This is our first instant recap here on the video side, as we will uh, be putting this on YouTube as well. So uh, 
Country Road webcast uh, continuing to grow, so always continue to follow us on Twitter at WVU Country Roads. Uh, like our page on Facebook, Country Roads webcast, search that. And you can find the podcast on any platform. And you can now find the uh, uh, video side here on YouTube. Just search for uh, Country Roads webcast as we get this going on the, on the video side as well. So uh, for Steven, I'm Jordan Cruz. And until next time, let's go. Mount Air. Country Roads.